This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to this week in Ipswich Town FC history. My name's David Diamond. I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, the author of IpswichTownStats.com, top ITFC historian. Ladies and gents, he's back again. It's none other. I'm here with the renegade stat man. We'll be looking back at the names, games, the wins, the draws and the losses that occurred this week in Ipswich Town history. Stat, we're back again. I mean, we had some last week. There were some belters. I think we even went back to like 1939 before... 38, wasn't it? 1938, yeah. Well, was about a breakout, for Christ's sake. That, um, well, it still might be. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, trouble is that the, the stat machine really um, struggled a bit going back to 1938, so I spent most of the week in the shed. And what, mending it? No, no, I just spent most of the week in the shed, but, you know, that wasn't very good. But I've, I've got some oil for it, and um, we're going to have a nice, easy start for it, because I think if you were to press any button on the stat machine and go oh. to go to any season that you want to go... Oh, I know where I'd go. It, it would, it would, off it would go. It would send itself off to... Um, it would be 1980-81, am I right? Yeah, so oh, go on, go what on. we're doing is we're, we're looking for... I forgot, actually, we're looking at the week uh, 30th of August to the 5th of September here. Um, so this is where I do my Richard Osmond bit. So, yeah, you know, any, any games play between the 30th of August and the 5th of September? And can you come up with a pointless answer? Um, on the thirtieth of August, nineteen eighty, yeah, it was our fourth match in the in the league season. Yeah, um, and our previous two matches, uh, uh, three matches, were two wins and a draw. You drew at Stoke, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we were at home to Everton. Yeah, yeah, remember this game. Remember this game really well. A poured with rain. I remember this is just remember stupid stuff. Um, all I remember about this game, we won. I think we won 4 0. 4 0, yep. I got that right. What's 4 0? We yep. just blew Everton apart. Absolutely blew them apart. And it could have been, oh, it could have been anything. It would have been like 8, I think. It was just, and that's how we were that, that season, really. But take us through it anyway. What what have we got there? Well, one of the things, you should have mentioned this on a, on a couple of the earlier pods, but I forgot. But, you know, obviously this season was um, during the, the summer. Maybe we did so well was that I think it was um, Escape to Victory was recorded in the. Oh, and every, uh, all the players. Who, Came back with short back and sides, didn't yeah, they? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we maybe that's the sort of preseason that we need to have in in future. <laughs> you know, can we kind of recreate some war film slash football? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe something to do with World War Three and 
Um, <laughs> Bartman saving the day. But anyway, you're right. 4-0, 20,879 people turned up. There were no debuts in this game. Um, Brazil... Under Robson, he didn't keep many out, no, exactly. He, yeah. if, if you've got something that... What, what's the, if, if it's not broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. Exactly. Um, Brazil scored after 11 minutes. Um, very, very quickly followed up with, with John Walk. Um, score and now what I remember about that was a spectacular goal from Walkie Muren volley yeah Muren uh, not Muren Mariner Mariner crossed it and, and Walk volleyed it in and I wasn't quite sure what to say I don't know whether it was a scissor kick or an overhead kick and I've kind of said it was kind of like on his side slash yeah. falling over sort yeah. of thing but it was a, it was a it was a great goal and you probably don't get this sort of level of punditry on match of the day you know that he just hit that you know whilst he was on his side slash falling over but you can kind of picture that <laughs> no he did um, yeah I've seen it I've seen him oh, throughout his career I saw him score similar goals as well like that yeah yeah we uh, went in at half time uh, 2-0 up and in the um, second half uh, Butcher Scored a, a third with ten minutes to go, and then and then Mariner wrapped it up in the eighty fourth minute. Yeah, we were great that that season. I mean, the start of that season, I think that was. I'm, I'm pretty sure after that game, because I think we're drawn. I think we're drawn against Stoke, and I think after that game, we went on a four and five match winning run. And I'm pretty sure the next week was the first game we played that season against Villa, which we beat. I think Tyson. We, we yeah. might even cover that one. I think Tyson might have scored. We beat Villa, who, who obviously went on, as we know, to win the league that year. But we were just unstoppable. And I remember a comment of that season. I don't know if it's something I've mentioned on the on the on the pod before. That I think we played Stoke probably December January time, maybe in the new year yeah. of eighty one. And I remember Robson wrote in his first book. His very first book was called Time on the Grass. So you probably read it. And yeah. and um, he does a. It was probably written in about 82, just as he was leaving Ipswich, and he did a game-by-game commentary on, on, on that season. So, you know, he'd do just a few lines on each. And and one 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 of the comments he made that really stuck with me said, um, oh, we played Stoke. And, and again, like this, he said, we were just brilliant that day, and we beat them 4-0. And he said the greatest compliment, Alan Durban, I think, was Stoke manager, came in after. He said, Bobby, you've got a Rolls-Royce of a team. Yeah. Right. And that just stuck with me, really, yeah. and that's, that's just how it was right through that season, really. Well, Absolutely incredible. I mean, you're right. That this was the start of a five-match winning streak. Oh, it was yeah. in the league, and yeah. and with this four-nil uh, victory over Everton, we we went top, which was the first time we've been top in in three years. That's a good stat. Yeah. So since seventy-seven, yeah, since that that yeah, what we've spoken about before that seventy-six, seventy-seven season. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think would run us up or third. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be about right. And I, I I just can't remember throughout that season. Obviously, we changed. I mean, maybe even Liverpool were top at one stage, and I know they dropped off surprisingly. So I guess I can't quite remember if we were top. Did you say we went? So we went top after that game. Yeah, and then obviously yeah. we must have been top for the next five. But then were we sort of usurped by Villa for a certain period of games? I seem to remember that we did. Chop and change with Villa throughout that season. I mean, one of the things I've got to tell you about the the stat machine is it doesn't like going too far in the future when it's it's actually gone too far back. So gotcha. yeah, gotcha. Uh, yeah. We, we'll probably cover that in. Yeah, in, no, in no, that's weeks, a good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just me get me getting ahead, but but we yeah. can go a little bit back because before that game, um, just before we played um, Middlesbrough in the in the second round of the the uh, League, League Cup, Cup yeah. yeah, first leg we went to uh, Middlesbrough and lost one three one, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can no, we yeah. lost three one. We lost three one. Yeah, 
And yeah, I did, did we not at Portman Road win something like three? It was two legs affair. Yeah. I think we won three nil at Portman. Road. I know we went through. I think I believe I'm now and I may have scored. Just to talk of that that season, you know, just how many games we played, and you know, Ridiculous. we spoke about you know a, a pod a couple of weeks ago about the number of games that that we were playing, and I think it was the 2002. Three yeah. season, yeah, and you know, just unable to cope with it with the number of games. And you know, when you look at it, there was just no squad. There was just no squad. I no. mean, literally, we just did not have a squad. We had we had the best team, yeah, and we probably had the best twelve. You know, yeah. counting if when Burley was fit and McCall, but we just didn't really. And and, it, and that you know, as that season went on, it showed. And and you know, I've, I've harked back again on a pod. I've mentioned this before. You know, Villa played what twenty less games and used fourteen players. I mean, yeah. it's just absurd when you think about it. But yeah, they just it was all, it was written like that. But no, a great season, and well, everyone knows out there who's, who follows the pod that um, with crikey, I could virtually go through every game in that season, bore everyone, which I'm sure I have done, especially Ben. But anyway, there you go. So, wait, wait, and any and yeah, anything more to add to that? Not really. I just want to say because obviously this is the history pod, and I've kind of started this now of wearing some historical. Um, clothing. You are now. Tell me, talk me through that retro shirt you've got on. Yeah, well, it's got white sleeves. Yeah, it's got Fisons on the front. Oh, I know. Yeah, and it's got some shoelaces on. I don't know what you call them, shoelaces. Not yeah, the ones that, that, that was an odd sort of football fashion. That wasn't it. I mean, I know that was perhaps a throwback to the I don't know thirties, maybe forties. I don't yeah. know, but. Um, yeah, and I remember we were sport. Well, like you've got there, we were sporting that shirt, and then with the bootlace and Man U also that season with the red. Yeah, red um, one, yeah. There was a few teams. Villa maybe yeah. as well. I'm trying to think. There was a few teams that was that sort of came and went quite. That fad, I call it, came and went quite quickly. Really, didn't but it? But still, you can still buy them in Planet Blue now. I think with, uh, with Genchev, Kwamia, you can, yeah. you can, yeah, yeah. And you see, you do see one or two lads wearing them on uh, on match day. I, on the other hand, bringing us right up to date, am sporting the... Wow, look at that. Pole blue, in the goal. Big pole in the goal. Big wow, pole I in like the that. goal. Yeah, I know. I know. You're sure you haven't been working out? No, it's too, again, two sizes too small. Yeah. Two sizes too small. <laughs> You're looking buff. Ah, thanks very much. Um, but there we go. So we're going to... We're going to... girly. Yeah, go um, on. We're going to go back and, you know, the, the thing is that we, we look at it and you often remember the great things about... about Ipswich and you know yeah. the games they've won, trophies mm. they've won, you know, mm. great matches. But you know, being any football fan, it's not all about winning. And if if it was, then I think you know there'd, there'd be no hardly any fans turn up at the game. So we're gonna we're gonna go back to nineteen sixty three, sixty four. So it's quite a long one. That bob in there, when I press that button, might just cut you. So just move your leg back a bit. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're going back to sixty three, sixty four. I got the handbrake on. Right, there we go. And we're going back to the 3rd of September, 1963. Okay, yeah. So this was the season, this was the the really poor season. I mean, we had this... I mean, to <laughs> There's put been it, other definitions to, of it, but yeah, really poor. To put poor. it mildly, we got some spankings that season. And, and this game was... Uh, none, I, 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 well, I know, I think I know what you're going to say. Um, we were playing Manchester no United. Yeah. Um, Jackie Milburn was uh, in charge of yeah. it, which so taken over from Sir Alf Ramsey, and it was his eighth game. I think he took over towards the end of the season before... Four? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So um, Sir Ralph went to uh, obviously went to went to England, didn't he? Famous. Nothing happened there. Did no, oh, no that's right. Yeah. All there. Rest is history. And yeah. um, yes, we play Manchester United and um, Sir Matt Busby. Were they been the Busby babes? No, just be- coming just coming out of it really. So yeah. five years after Munich. So Munich was what February '58. Yeah. So yeah. it's five years on. So he's rebuilding again. So yeah. he's you know he's got well you go on. Obviously he's got Law and Law and um, and Bobby Charlton. Um, 
knowing we were going to talk, I mean, yeah. something scripted, knowing we were going to talk a little bit about this game, I did a little bit of research and um, I was quite delighted I did because this game was 10 days before a certain George Best made his Man United debut. Oh. September, September, uh, six, September 60, no, December 63, yeah. wasn't it? Um, yeah, made his debut for Man United at home to, to West Brom. So, lit, so if this game was on the Tuesday night, it was 10 days, it was a Saturday, not the following Saturday, the Saturday after that, George Best made his debut well, at age 17. For the listeners, we uh, the, the final score was, and I, I think <laughs> video printer days would have, would have had brackets, so it was Ipswich Town 2. Manchester United seven. It would have been S E V E N. Just um, that'll come on just after the wrestling, Ben. If you're listening on ITV on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, it was yeah with um, Shirley Crabtree and stuff like that, wasn't it? Big Daddy, uh, yeah, Giant Haystacks. Um, what do you reckon the score would have been if Bester played this? Two <laughs> eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were um, we were three 0 down at half time. Uh, Twenty eight thousand fans turned up. Um, obviously, this was only a, a couple of seasons after we yeah, won the league. Yeah, decent crowd. You know, Man United still pulling um, pulling crowds in, yeah. Um, and it's the only time that Ipswich in their history have conceded seven at home. Wow, OK, yeah. I've seen, have I seen, I've seen fives and I've seen, I saw a six in there. I remember Derby once. Liverpool beat a 6-0 in the, in the Premier oh, League. Christ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Phil yeah, yeah. Thompson was their, their manager, I think. We, we got some, we got some... Right hammerings. That, that was a crazy season. We didn't we play? I believe we played Fulham right Boxing Day and got beat ten one. Yeah, and then two days later won four two at Portman. Yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> and we got some. I think we conceded like eight at Stoke. There was nines. It was I don't know. We I, I, I believe I'm right. Stat we conceded some like hundred and twenty odd goals, didn't we? Something yeah, like you're, that. You're always always right. Well, I, yeah. I like to think I'm sort of close. I mean, generally, I think what happened um, again this season was that. Um, the withdrawn wingers that that well then Ramsey obviously went on to famously really used with England. Um, we were well and truly sussed really the next season after obviously winning the league two seasons before, and then obviously managers cottoned on. I think perhaps the first manager to cotton on was Bill Nicholson for the famous Spurs manager in a charity shield. I think we turned Spurs over twice the season yeah. before, who who had won the double the season before, and I think the charity shield they came to Portman Road and walloped of something like. That could have been five nil as well. I think we played. I think that's right. I'm saying we played two charity shields and lost five nil both times, and that was the first time really that we'd been sussed where he sort of withdrew his fullbacks to to, to mark our uh, sort of deep lying or yeah. push his fullbacks on to mark our sort of deep lying wingers, and that was the yeah we were sussed really. I mean, I think you make a point that um, Jackie Milburn was um, obviously I mean, much maligned. Obviously, took us through that season. Yeah. It didn't last long, but wasn't he? Um, wasn't he responsible for really resurrecting like the youth system? Wasn't yeah, he? he had a real keen interest in the youth system, and um, I think you know most people. If you look at his stats, I think he lost fifty-seven percent of his games <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um. So from a one nineteen percent, so from a, yeah. a win ratio, he's by far our our worst manager. But yeah, you know, I think it often gets overlooked about you know what he started to. You I, know, I, yeah, I, I think you're right, and I think um, perhaps he was a, a bit much maligned also because don't forget that team that won the championship it was quite an aging team there weren't many young yeah. players in that team so I think he, he inherited certain you know certain players from that team that were you know perhaps Baxter and one or two others aside that were just about over the over the hill sort of thing you know so Ralph got out at the right time really oh, yeah yeah you could perhaps say 
Bobby Robson. Well, that, that, <laughs> that's, there that's you go. True. Yeah. Um, the, the thing about the, that season is that we we won on the opening day and we didn't then win another game until the twentieth of December. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a poor trot, isn't it? That and, is, and really is. After six matches, and this was the fourth in the league. Um, after six matches, we were in the relegation zone for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, this this pretty much the only season I can compare anything like it is obviously the the ninety four ninety five. You know, the famous nine oh, yeah. nil. So yeah, I mean, that's that's the only thing I can I can compare it to. We were we were truly uh, yeah, truly you crap. Were, yeah, you truly were just crap. Really turn, turning up knowing that we were going to get turned over. Yeah, um, but also that season, if we, you know, talk about ninety four ninety five is that players seem to be on the top of their game. I always remember Tony Yaboa. I mean, he played for Leeds. He scored some great goals. But when he, they beat us 4-0, I think he scored a hat-trick. Oh, everything's just flew in. Oh, you know, just fantastic. Nice bar. And I think Ben, one of Ben's favourite goals is his bar and in goal against Wimbledon, I believe. Yeah. I'll tell you what, any, any goal where it hits the underside of the crossbar and then smashes down into the back of the net. And I'm going to really annoy Ben now because I'm just talking about, just while I'm talking about that, that was one of the top five goals of the 20, 25 years of the Premier. Sorry, Ben, I'm just going to say this quickly. That was one of the top five goals of the 25 years of the Premier League, which was won, in my opinion, quite correctly by Dennis Bergkamp's out outrageous goal against Newcastle great goal and I, I agree with that wouldn't you I, 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 I well I didn't I didn't see that but I'm obliged at this point to say that football did begin before uh, start before 1992 just, just, <laughs> it just certainly did and there were some some better goals I reckon than that um, but talking about that and we're going off on a massive tangent here yeah but um, the start of 1998-99 yeah I was looking on YouTube the other day we played Swindon away um, very early on in the season, beat them 4-1. 99-2000, that was Yeah, 99-2000. And Grazioli, Giuliani, Giuliano Grazioli, yeah, scored a great goal, took the took the ball down, um, powered it, I think with his right foot, straight over it right It was going a goal of the game, wasn't yeah, it? Hit the underside of the bar and crashed down. Yeah, but yeah I, think, like, I think that was the first goal Ben defined as a thunder bastard. I think quite he, probably. I believe yeah. he, uh, he. I think he may have even been at that game. He'll no doubt tell us if he I'm was. I'm sure. I'm sure he will. But yeah, you know, obviously we don't want to talk about this game. No, 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 we, no, no. We lost. We lost seven we re- two. But you know, some yeah. things that we should say about it was that um, Dennis Law scored a hat trick. He was um, pretty prolific, wasn't which he? Which followed the four he scored against us. I think in the previous <laughs> season when they, when United beat us. Five three. Yeah, because he'd gone, he'd disappeared, hadn't he? He went to Italy for a season or two, I think. Played for Torino, I believe. Yeah. A bit like Greaves. Greaves left uh, England, went to Italy, didn't settle, and came back and played for Spurs. And I think um, Lord did the same and came back to came back to Man U. And obviously, great servant to them for the next ten years or so. I think yeah. we we spoke about that on a pod the other week, didn't we? Um, and we spoke about the goal when he sent Man, uh, Man United down when he's playing for City. Yeah. Great goal you. scorer. Yeah, great, great player. Um, uh, one other thing, to, a couple of things to note in that game. Uh, Doug Moran scored the, the two goals for us. So I think we should um, we should mention him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also Ted Phillips missed a penalty in that game. That's just unheard of, isn't and, it? Well, you think that, but he'd missed one. It was the second one he missed in a week. Wow. Surely surely they didn't take the uh, the duties away from him, did they? I don't know. Oh, I don't know that you, se- you probably, do that. probably did that season. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those games where you know you you just want to forget about. <laughs> okay, so let, let's let's go forward in time, and it, we're looking at a, an, an era. Uh, well, we're looking at a win, which is good. So you know, <laughs> hopefully, we've still got some people listening to us. So, um, nineteen seventy-seven, seventy-eight. 
Um, I think we started uh, in our first pod. We might have talked did, about the first game. We did the Arsenal game. game. We, yeah, we did the Arsenal game. So yeah. we're now talking about the the fourth league game this season. Okay, um, we won the first game. You're right against Arsenal. Followed up with two yeah. draws. Yeah, um, and we were at home to newly promoted Chelsea. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. We beat them one nil. Yeah. Um, Russell Osman made his debut. Okay, yeah, well, there, there's a player. There's a there's a servant. And again, you know, went on while he's at Ipswich, played for England. Um, just, uh, well, and, and also more, more uh, Russell Osman played every single minute of every single game in that. 66 matches, yeah. That's incredible. I mean, we, we spoke about earlier on, didn't we? Luke, you know, Luke Chambers and his brilliant record last year, 46, but 66 games yeah. all over Europe. And my God, incredible. So, well, for and me, he's, well. he's more famous for saying, hang on a minute, lads, yeah. we can win this um, in, in a scope to victory. Yeah, yeah. And a nice guy, again, another cyclist. He came on the tour of Suffolk with us earlier this year. Nice, nice guy, really keen cyclist. Yeah, but great. Russell Osman, him and, I mean, him and Butcher. But, you know, in my opinion, not quite as good as, as Beatty and Hunter, but him and Butcher were formidable, weren't they? And, you know, what I remember about Russell Osman, just great natural. I think he could have played, didn't he not, could have played rugby for England, couldn't he? I think he, he was played for England, like, youth age rugby yeah. player. Yeah, two-footed, left foot, right foot, strong in the air, like to tackle. Tell you what, with our injuries, we could do with someone like him now, couldn't we? Well, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> um... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Was he played for Leicester? Yeah, I think he left us for he left Ipswich and went to Leicester, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Bristol City, was he? Did he manage them or something? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Certainly managed Bristol City. But yeah. I think he lives down there. He lives down in Bristol. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure, um, you know, when we're playing down there, I'm pretty sure he's generally the, or he has summarised, you know, on Radio Suffolk before. 
And, and the reason he made his debut was because of, and we always talk about this more often than not, Kevin Beatty was uh, was Shock. injured. Yeah. Um, and which was a bit of a shame because Beatty had just been called up to the England, Ron, Ron Green, Greenwood's England squad before. Well, that was, that, so that was the early that season. And again, we spoke about this on the pod the other week after the, the Beatty bumfire injury mystery yeah, injury yeah. so this would have been the one of the first games of the after that close season after he you know he missed the end of the previous season with that so if obviously if it's named in the England squad I, I can't remember a great the start of this season I assume he was back fit for the start of this season and to be picked by um you know to be picked to be picked for England but Tol- he, Talbot scored yeah, for player. us. Yeah, um, and yeah. and he actually captained this game because Mick Mills was um, wow. still injured. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, seventy seven, seventy eight. I remember like Walk, John Walk didn't didn't play. I think he had a he was injured through till early rounds of the cup. You know, yeah, um, January. So I, mean, I think we were really thin on the ground. I, I had a look at the the, the Chelsea team. Yeah, go um, on. Yeah, they have. Well, I I wrote one name down. Go which, on. It, was Ray Wilkins. Yeah, yeah, the, the rest of them um, didn't really mean anything to me. Uh, yeah, there would have been one or two probably I I, I, I could guess were, there, were, were probably there playing. But yeah, Ray Wilkins, yeah, well, I mean, obviously very young then, probably not, certainly probably a year or so away from his England debut. Actually, I know they, he they played had... for England quite early. Two Wilkins in that team. So you Graham know, Wilkins. Graham Wilkins. Graham Wilkins, right, Wilkins yeah. was a uh, fullback and his brother, Ray, yeah. Ray Wilkins' brother. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, so that's, that's people don't realise on the podcast. So I'm thinking I don't know whether Dave's no, no, me a line true. here. No, no, that's true. Uh, David Brothers. Yeah, obviously Ray went on to have a far greater career than his uh, than his than his brother. All I remember about in those days, Chelsea had a rank away kit of like red red shirts, um, white shorts, and like blue socks and really odd odd away kits or green no green socks. For me, green, the strange the, kit. One of the greatest kits Chelsea had away was. Uh, a, they were sponsored by Commodore. Oh yeah, and I think it was like a yellowy, orangey type thing. Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. Commodore? Was that a computer or something? Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah Commodore C five yeah. was it? Or am I thinking about Kerry, Kerry Dixon or something was up there? Kerry Dixon, David Speedy. Yeah, those uh, but not in place. that. But not in that. Not team. in this game. So twenty one thousand turn up. Now, if I just take you through the sequence of of matches, uh, so this was the fourth league game. Yeah, seventy seven, seventy eight. Go on. So we won one nil. Arsenal. Yeah. Then we drew nil nil. Right. Then we drew nil nil, and then we won one nil. Oh yeah! So in four games, we scored two and conceded none. <laughs> oh, dear. a bit different this season, isn't it? Yeah, blimey! Yeah. Was, you know, after four games, you know how many had we? Scored, like I said, so? and I said we were absolutely mullered by injuries that season. Absolutely decimated. Um, you know, to the extent that you know we're getting that way. Hopefully, this season, you know, hopefully it won't get that bad. But we really were into. Enter real, real key players, and certainly we didn't. We didn't have the squad. Like I said, I think on another pod the other week, we stayed up really by the skin of our teeth. I'm, I'm pretty certain that there, there are some people. And I'm sure people other than Ipswich fans listen to this, and I'm sure there's some Chelsea fans who are saying, "What? Hang, hang on a minute, we were, we weren't in the top tier of football." But, <laughs> but I also remember, was it in the in the 90s or something? They they were. Um, did they get? Yeah, Chelsea were down. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, Chelsea yeah. Chelsea were down in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I remember playing Chelsea in division in, in, the, in the old uh, second, or it might have been Premier, where will we be? Yeah, no, late 80s, I guess. I remember playing Chelsea sort of late 80s under Duncan in the second division. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was it, yeah, I remember And I yeah. still had Dixon playing there, and I think Speedy perhaps was, was Gordon Jury was, was still there. there. Probably, perhaps was, thinking about it before he went Do you remember to what his nickname was? Jukebox. Jukebox, yeah, Jukebox. that's... 
Paul Gascoigne, have you seen the Paul, Paul Gascoigne tells the best story of him and Ali McCoy? Oh, sorry, Ali McCoy tells the best story. You, you've got to YouTube this. Yeah. Put in Paul Gascoigne um, fish story. It's the funniest. They play a prank on Gordon Jury. It's one of the funniest stories. Just to hear Ali McCoy yeah. saying it, brilliant story. You can Google that. It's brilliant. I'll, I'll have to yeah. have to listen to Jukebox that. Jukebox so, Jury. So we're going to leave 77, 78, and we're going to um, come forward in time. We'll go forward in time go to... 1995-96. Okay. That thing there, like a pinball thing, just pull it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Now a bit more. Yep. That, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, just back a little bit. Uh, yeah, okay. No, I think I've done it. Don't touch it anymore. I think I've done it. Right, hang on. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. 5th of September, 1995. Yeah. Don't touch it again, right? Um, Still. 95-96. Now, I love this game. Go on. Because... I'm a real sad git. I get that, you know, and I record all of these things and I used to write them on a piece of paper and then I involved into, you know, writing them in a spreadsheet and stuff like that. But there's not very often, you know, you, you write your, your Wolverhampton Wanderers, your Sheffield Wednesday, your Birmingham Cities and stuff, and they get so often. Yeah. Reggiana. You know, for me, I was like a dog oh, with two tails, man, Reggiana. That's that, that's that. Do you know what? That's that. Crap! That's that Anglo-Italian cup, isn't it? Is it, it Anglo-Italian? Is. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? That will pass me by. I don't think I. I've got to own up. I don't think I saw any of those games. Um, did we play? I'm just trying to think. Who else we played? Salernitana. 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 Yeah. yeah. Brescia. Brescia. Yeah. Um, Foggia. Foggia. Oh, yeah. Actually, I can name those. I never went yeah. to the games, so I can name pretty much. Foggia away. Play. I think it was about two thousand fans, and it was <laughs> just like so foggy that you could not. You could tell you what. It'd be what would be good to know to any anyone listening would be if you actually went to any of those away games. I mean, you know, we spoke about uh, not so long back. I think uh, last week's pod we spoke about the Milan. We'll refer to the Milan game, and there was like, I don't know, Christ, twelve thousand Ipswich was about three thousand Milan. Hardly anyone there was it, but it's about twelve or even more Ipswich thousand Ipswich fans how many Ipswich fans or if any be great to hear went to those away yeah. Anglo that's hardcore if they and went to all those is hardcore and if it? they bought a program at each one of those they've probably you know oh, got themselves probably, a little heirloom probably there probably have actually because were those games spread they weren't over one did we play in it two seasons or just or, or just the one season so yeah. we played all those four in, in one season yeah Okay, so was so, it? And, and again, sorry, State. Was it? So was it a knockout? Was it a knockout? Was it a li- on a league type thing? I think we were in a league, right, um, okay. With uh, the three Italian teams, yeah. Okay, and then whoever got out of that then went into a cup. Yeah. So, but I, do we I know who won it that year? Uh, well, Port Vale, I think. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I know. Well, if, if we look at this game, well, actually, you know, talk about these. <laughs> sorry, games. we digress. You, you, you mentioned we? it before about Salernitana, Brescia, and, yeah. and Foggia. Yeah. Um, Susan Gardner. I don't know if you if you're aware of Susan, but um, she's a local historian. Okay. Um, and she's done some heard books on Ipswich Town yeah, and uh, a book about the the town of Ipswich. And yeah. She's also written a book about um, Frank Sue, who was the first Asian footballer. Yeah. Um, but she's putting together a, a, a book called My Favorite Game. Oh. Um, and I believe, cause I actually, I'm, I've, I've, I've written a chapter for it. It's, it's hilarious. It is really, really funny. I've read it so many times with my kids. They know when to laugh now. Um, but Emma is writing a chapter and I believe it could be the Foggier away game. So oh, quite wow. interesting. I, 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 I saw her on, on Twitter a while ago. Yeah. Um, appealing for information, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Here we Sorry. are, fifth of so, September. Reggiano, yeah? Reggiano, yeah, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. Italian football, you know, re- European football returns to Portman Road again, and the fans flock down there. Nine thousand five hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, solid support. Um, solid. To see town uh, go into the interval losing one nil at home um, at half time. 
But then a second half revival, uh, Alex Mathy and Adam Tanner. Adam Tanner. Um, turned, the, turned the game around and we, we actually reached the... It always gets a bit confusing here. And I think, you know, when they did that uh, League Cup draw a couple of weeks ago, oh, whichever they get here, and yeah. I think this kind of... So we qualified for the English final, Okay, I, I believe. Right. But that was the semi-final because there was a similar... Italian, Italian version, fight, yeah, and we played Port Vale oh. at Portman Road, and we lost four uh, two. No, no, so no recollection. There, of that. there are some people who uh, can be a bit of a pedant, and I can be sometimes. I just want to annoy people when people say, "Well, you know, the best thing about Ipswich that they've never lost at home in European competition." Oh, I see. And I say, well, yeah, technically actually, the Anglo Italian Cup, yeah, um, but we lost four two. I think Martin Foyle scored for them, and he was one of the first footballers that I became very aware of that was bald. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. And I, I want to say also, round about that time, we could perhaps maybe as a result of that yeah. game, we were linked with him. I think perhaps. Yeah, I think maybe we were. Um, I know who. You, yeah, I certainly know who you mean. I, I, Martin Foyle, maybe Southampton, maybe started somewhere like yeah. that. I might be wrong, but yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I, was... I couldn't have called that. I could have told you the teams. I can remember the teams. Although I didn't go to the games, I can remember the teams who we were involved with and we played, but I, I totally did not, well, forgot about the four. Now you mention it, I can vaguely remember it, but totally forgot about that final, four, yeah, semi-final four. slash final. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was Mar- hang on, I'm thinking about it. Was Martin Foyle bald or did he have a bald sidekick, his, his other striker? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we, 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 we've we always said that this should be like we're sitting down in the pub and I think yeah. that kind of conversation is. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, the, yeah, that's the four matches I'm going to bring you uh, th- this week. Cool. So what we're going to look at is some notable birthdays. Oh, it's yeah, quite funny this week. You know, some weeks I look at them and think, oh, we've really got to talk about these players, but... I like sometimes to talk about these players that aren't mentioned very often. And I hope we got? people are listening to these podcasts and say, I didn't even know who he was, actually. Yeah. It was quite interesting. So we're going to start off with, on the 31st of August, yeah. um, Ian Collard will be 70. Ian Collard. Um, wow. Midfielder. I, yeah. What do you know about him? I'll tell you, I think Ian Collard could have even been Robson's first signing. He came from... West Brom. Yeah, part played, of Danny uh, Hagen. Danny Hagen, yeah. Hagen I believe that. he might have even played... I think he might have played in the cup final for West Brom. They beat Everton 1-0. 1968, yeah. they did. They won the FA Cup final. And the and the year before that, um, they played in the League Cup yes, final. Yes, they did. They the first one, West I think, was it? Um, no, no, it wasn't the first one. No, no. In fact, I hate to say this, I believe Norwich may have won the first, well, well, one of the first winners of the League Cup. That doesn't count, does it? Oh, no, not really. Yeah, um, yeah a call it. I think he was certainly one of Robson, if not his first, one of his first signings. A bit of a midfield-type schemer. Type. Yeah. And, I, and what I remember about Ian Cullard is that he was there a fair few, you can probably tell me, he was there a fair few seasons, but... 69 we, to 75. And how many games? 111. Oh, more than I thought, so actually. So you're talking about 20... Actually, that is more than I thought, because I, I think, I, I want to say towards the end of his career, Cullard, good player, good, neat and tidy player, I seem to remember, but towards the end of his career, um, got a nasty injury, I think. Um, not sure, I can't remember what it was, but I think he was he almost... Did he go on? To, sorry, did he go on to play for anyone else? He went. He went on loan to Portsmouth. Okay, um, played one match there. Yeah. But I think you know, in his head at that point, he knew that that was it because of the injuries he suffered. Yeah, and he retired. Yeah, I think so. I think he had a bad. He had a bad injury, and of course, he you know at the time he was competing in midfield along alongside the lights. Well, Tolbert was just coming through then yeah. in seventy four, seventy five. Yeah. Obviously, Colin Ville-Jones, um and the the other Ipswich player. I think perhaps. A, 
left around about the same time, 73, 74. Peter Morris, who actually went to, we'll mention him again, Norwich. But yeah, he was competing in the likes of, obviously, Tolbert, Ville Jones, so for that sort of central central midfield position. So, um, yeah, I, I honestly didn't realise he, he played so many games. Yeah, I think he ended up, he was like, uh, when he when he left Ipswich, I think he hung around here. And um, I believe he became like a squash coach at the Ipswich Sports Club or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. He may even still, I'm the, pretty, he may even still live around here, I'm pretty sure. You know, the, the best thing about this is, you know, when I go back and have a look and you, you kind of find out this information, and it, like the offer is always there, Dave. If you want to come back to my place and have a look at my spreadsheets and no, stuff, you uh, are honestly, welcome to oh, that's, that's, no that's, that's, that's a really kind offer to come and study your spreadsheets, but I'll, yeah, okay, maybe maybe one day if, yeah, I'm, at well, a, offer, if I'm at a loose end, but the, bless you, I the, will. The offer is there. I'll take uh, you up on that. Um, I can get some beers in. <laughs> oh, I'd well, well, oh, right, okay, well, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll plan, we'll make a plan. Fantastic. So on the 3rd of September, yeah. Michael Cole... Okay, yeah, Michael Cole, yeah, yeah. He, he, wasn't he a political uh, correspondent on the BBC? Michael Cole, yeah, he's political correspondent, I think he was. <laughs> I believe he was, yeah. Did, did he then become, I think he became the BBC's royal correspondent, yeah. actually. Was he I, from Northern Ireland or something? Oh, Mike, no, no, that's right. No, I know you mean, Michael Cole, yeah. yeah. Sort of like black, thick, green, glassy, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we're not talking about him. The, no, the, he's not. The, this is Michael Cole, who um, came from the youth team. Yeah, player always used to get mixed up because they look very similar with Daly and Daly. I yeah. think, uh, perhaps the season before Daly, I'm pretty sure Michael Cole came through. Maybe when Jason Dizel's youth group, I may be wrong there, but yeah, I was. I would say under Michael Cole, it was probably the first time that I kind of became aware of racism as such. Oh, really? Because mistaking him for Daly Atkinson when you were at high school, suddenly you became a racist and it was yeah, like Well no, I just yeah. thought yeah, it, yeah, I just thought he yeah, was. But he the was thing very is, similar player. He but he his time he sort of was a bit before um Daly Atkinson. Yeah, he was. Eighty four to eighty seven. Yeah. Um forty six appearances. Yeah. Uh, most of those were coming off the bench and he scored six goals. But he was brought in um Kevin uh, as uh, cover for Kevin Wilson's partners, so uh, Alan Sunderland and and John Dean. Yeah, yeah, good player. Michael Carr, I remember being very athletic, quite tall, quite sort of yeah, lanky. Not as powerful as Daly. No, not, not as powerful. Tall, he gave lanky. a bit of a buzz when you know he yeah, yeah. was a sub, and he'd be coming on thinking, "Oh, stick the young lad on." Again, he was one of these players that came through the youth system, and and I think you know a lot of hopes. You know, he had a lot of hopes. Again, he may have struggled with. I mean, what, what happened to him after he left Ipswich? I don't just, know, like, like I've said no. before, you know, the Blue Monday podcast when you do the CV game, you know, and you'll start and then Ben will go Ipswich and then he'll say someone else and I'm like, no, no I, gone, I haven't got gone. it. Yeah, I mean, there's someone. I mean, again, whether he whether he struggled with injuries or not. I, I really he went to Fulham or something. Yeah, you, yeah, that rings a bell. I yeah. just think he was one of these one of these kids, came through as a kid, showed great promise, but just didn't quite, ever quite crack it. Yeah. And by that time, obviously, 87, obviously, by that time, Dalian was coming along and, well, he was just phenomenal, wasn't he? he right, was, from yeah. the, right from the get-go, really. D- different class. Yeah. Uh, third uh, birthday, or final birthday this week, is on the 5th of September. Yeah. Uh, John Jackson is going to be 75. Blimey, John Jackson. Um, this is really similar to Fred Barber, who we did it the is, other yeah, week, wasn't it? Yeah, I love picking it? these out, yeah. Just goalkeeper, played once. Who was the other goalkeeper that played once um, for us recently against uh, Norwich? Oh, yeah. Mike Pollitt. Mike Pollitt. Yeah, yeah so played few, really well as yeah. well. Wigan, yeah, on line from Wigan, I believe, yeah. He a few did. keepers have kind of come in and yeah, just played once of, and gone again. On a sort of an emergency-type loan thing, yeah. Uh, um, who did, was he, did he play against Man U? Yeah, he uh, one appearance, 2-1, home win versus United in April 1982. 
And I was at this game, and I remember that he actually saved one of the shots with his chest. <laughs> okay, a bit, okay. a bit like Superman sort of thing. Right. Right? He just couldn't even be bothered to stretch did his sort of, arms. Did he yeah. do something doing it? So did he sort of bounce off his chest back to the halfway line in no, like what, comedy what, fashion? What the listeners can't see was that uh, Dave was just kind of like stretching his chest, I'm thrusting yeah. out my my yeah. big pole in the big gold pole. t-shirt. I'm glad you had a t-shirt in, on <laughs> the end there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, so he saved it with his chest. Now I think that he was brought in because uh, we had a goalkeeping crisis crisis he was 40 yeah um and bobby robson um asked him to travel to poland um when we were playing uh Vidzalods all right um in season before yeah season before yeah. yeah um as cover yeah and he wasn't needed but then i think uh civil was lorry civil was injured yeah um and obviously cooper so, must and obviously have cooper as well yeah, yeah. Now, Reading back about him, it was interesting. He was quite a good keeper, actually. I, I didn't realise how good he was. John Jason, yeah, Crystal yeah. Palace. Um, uh, a load of games for Crystal Palace. I mean, loads. That's where he, um, you know, through the six, um, through the I mean, late sixties, right through yeah. the seventies, he was a Palace. Um, and pretty much um, Orient certainly played. I think in the seventy-eight Cup semi-final. Yeah. Um, um, whether he played the season later against us in the Cup, we played them at. Because we were playing at Ipswich, remember the throw? Well, you wouldn't remember. You've seen YouTube, yeah. Frozen. It was, we were. It was um, obviously we were cup holders. Played at Ipswich, frozen pitch, and it was nil nil. Yeah, and we went and beat them. I think two nil at Brisbane Road. And um, he may, may, maybe he didn't, but he would have been Orient's keeper around about that time as well. Whether he played in those games, I'm not sure. Difficult for him, I guess, when he was up against the likes of. You know Gordon Banks and Peter Shilton and Ray Clemens. Oh, he was, was never he... in that class. No, no. I mean, it, you know, and, and back in those days, England not only that had Joe Corrigan, had Phil Parks, who well, he was another one who yeah. played a few games for us. Yeah, all we were blessed with quality goalkeepers back. Yeah. You know, back then. Um, but again, John Jackson, you know, someone else just won one game who I'd really, really forgotten about. Really, seventy-five. Yeah, blimey. so there you go. Fantastic. Press the button. Are you going to press the uh, press the stat well, it's, button? It's and... overheating in here. I've got a bit hot. <laughs> um, We're going to have to ask Ben to get us uh, some kind of air conditioning because I, I don't know whether I could put. You know, have you got one of those um, cooler boxes? Cooler box. Well, you put your feet in or something. Yeah, put it in there. Um, so that's it for our walk down memory lane this week. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you remember any of the events we talk about, particularly the Anglo-Italian Cup, like um, um, Stat said, it'd be good to good to have some tweets from people who actually went to those uh, went to those away games. Um, please let us know on social media at Blue Monday um, ITFC. I can get uh, reach me at David Diamond Three Stat at Chomp X Three, um, and don't forget to hit follow on there and give us a like at Facebook. Uh, dot com slash blue monday itfc ben will be here with the preview show on fridays and i'll be back with ben on mondays no doubt featuring statman's magnificent stat of the week um until then see you next time yeah take care cheers it's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.